Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to a special uh, of the Pivotal Podspective, where we are chatting to one particular guest extraordinaire this evening, uh, Linda Ball of A Different Ball Game. Uh, I'm your host, Elliot Brown, and my wonderful co-host... Adrian Norobantu. Hello to everyone, and hello to Elliot. And thank you very much for watching, of course. Or you could be listening to this as it's going to be an audio podcast. Uh, If you didn't know, this show goes out live on Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays every week where Adrian and I get in guest extraordinaires from all over the globe to come and chat with us about things that they can help everybody, you guys, us all, to pivot with. Uh, And today we are chatting to Linda Ball of a different ball game. That's our guest extraordinaire. Because in the business that she set up a few years ago, this has really pivoted massively. And this is all about upcycled marine plastic. Uh, Linda has a a plethora of experience in business uh, and is involved in property as well as this. And she's involved with charitable work as well. Uh, But it's all about upcycling marine plastic and turning into ocean plastic fabric, which you've all heard about. But Linda's way she does it is a little bit different, isn't it, Adrian? It is, and it's not just, it's a business slash mission. That's why I would see it, right? Uh, I like it. Yeah, I don't think you go into things like that if you if you have just a business mind. I think it's, no. it's about mission, making the world better as well. So, yeah. It is, definitely, definitely. And what a great thing for us to be getting involved with. Well, without further ado, let's get Linda Ball on the show. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> how you doing, Linda? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, and you're joining us from sunny Essex as well, aren't you? I am. I am indeed. Waltham Abbey. Waltham Abbey. Yeah, not not a mi- not a million miles away from me, but of course, no, not a million miles away from Adrian either, because that would yeah, be miles, ridiculous. Miles, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, welcome to the show. Welcome to the special. Uh, and this special is around uh, your business, A Different Ball Game, uh, which uh, obviously I've known you for well, quite a while now, actually. The last year or two has passed pretty damn quickly, hasn't it? Um, and what a change uh, your business has had since you went on this journey uh, of getting involved with ocean plastic fabric, uh, you know, clothing, uh, caps, and all sorts of things that have happened. Um, and I think the biggest pivot, um, is being this year with you understanding that you can make different types of fabric from the ocean plastic uh, and actually put that to different uses. And of course, this year, one of the biggest things we've all got used to, whether we like them or not, have been masks as well, right? Um, yeah. Which, funnily enough, I have one of your masks here. Look at this. Yeah. A I have to be, I... sustainable mask. Yeah, 100% upcycled plastic. Now, I'm not going to speak through the, uh, through the, through the microphone with this on. Actually, I will try, um, and I'm going to show you this label here. I have to this, say that it looks uh, way more stylish than the things that I'm usually wearing and what I've seen. So, yeah, it's really yeah. cool. I'm curious about that. Um, you can personalize those as well, Linda? Yeah, or? 
personalize them. We could do them in any color with any logo. But the beauty of these ones is they actually are breathable, where all mm. the other fabrics that people are making masks from, you can't breathe from them. You're absolutely suffocating with them. Mm -hmm. If you wear glasses, of course, with the other mask, they steam up and you can't see. Whereas yeah, I know. Are absolutely <laughs> perfect for people with glasses. Well, anybody, children, grown-ups, adults, everybody. And, and they really are much better for you than any other mask. And can you hear me well through the mic, even though this is perfect. on? Yeah. So, so this shows the material. I mean, yeah, as you said, I mean, I've I've obviously worn worn these. This is a brand new one I took out because my other one is actually in the car. Um, I, I, I'm, I'll have to be honest with you. I'm not a I'm not a big lover of masks, and you know, this is this is down to the audience's own choice whether you like them or not, and whatever your your feelings and beliefs are about what's been going on. We've all had to accept these if you want to be getting in and out of places a lot easier without any grief and lying about uh, breathing difficulties, which a lot of people do. Uh, I, of course, have never done that. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but these really are very comfortable. They are very, very breathable material. The material is incredibly breathable. In fact, there's also uh, a pocket in here uh, which um, the, uh, the filter can go in, making this a, a useful for PPE as well, right? Yeah, that's correct. And I have, I actually have one over there in uh, the other side of the room, but uh, but I'm sure you uh, there's probably one somewhere. Uh, but and and also the adjustable, this this being adjustable makes these very 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 useful for different shaped heads and faces. And even there's a little silicon bit here, uh, which you can see, which is also completely upcycled uh, marine plastic, right? Yep. Superb. So listen, I mean, that's that. we'll start off with that because, you know, we're all, everybody's so used to wearing masks now and, uh, and, and having them around us. Um, what made, what made you go from what you were looking at? And we're going to go through and show, uh, show the audience, uh, anybody that's watching, of course, uh, you know, some of the products and, and the clothing that you're, you're doing to showcase what you can do with these materials. What made you get into this? Was this just a natural thing you thought straight away? Well, you actually let's start doing masks. No, well, obviously, I, I wasn't. I tried to use the original uh, fiber that I had with the first fabric that I come across, which was the hundred yeah. percent. But it wasn't practical. You couldn't breathe through it. I mean, it was sure. fine to make the scrubs from, the coats from, and the umbrellas from. But when I realised that I had a different composition and a different knit that I could use for the football kits and the football shirts, yeah. I obviously had a light bulb moment and thought, hold on a minute, let's see if they'll make masks because they, then I can actually say, which is the truth, that they're 100% upcycled marine plastic. Yeah. So I tried it with that and they worked perfectly. So yeah. it, it was just something else that I found out that I could create from upcycled marine plastic because when you tell somebody that you're making stuff from plastic, they don't understand quite what I'm talking about they go yeah okay all right but so I thought right what I've got to do is I've got to start making some products so that they can see what can be done with this material because it lends itself to everything across the board there is nothing you can't make from it you know you've got different compositions different weights different grams and the people that I'm working with regarding in this sequel and text in tenderina textiles we yeah. are all in this together on one big platform so this is a European-based uh, thing that I'm doing, bringing it into the UK. I've now yeah. been made the, the UK ambassador for SQL so that yeah. I can do the clean-up programs in the UK, which I'm going to be doing at the end of November with Chemo International. Yeah. So the more we use this fabric, 
The more we can turn it into so many different things, there's a list that's really, really long that you can use it for. But for every coat that I make, you're moving five kilos of of plastic waste from the ocean. Or, Or if you work hands in glove, stopping it going in, taking it coming out, then we're we're solving the solution with landfill as well. Because we don't want it going back in the ocean. We don't want it to go into landfill. So what we should be doing is not making any more new polyester from crude oil. Of course. Which absolutely destroys the environment. Using this fabric, I will just tell you that you save 70% in CO2 emissions, right, Mm -hmm. by upcycling it and 53% in energy. That's without the water savings. Yeah, much mad. Incredible, absolutely incredible. And if you decide not to use 100% because it's not practical for everything that you want to wear or how you want to feel, you then mix the 65% with other fabrics so that you, if you mix it with cotton, you know how much water is used to make a cotton T-shirt. It's it's really obscene. It's not good, you know. So if you then use 65% with organic cotton, you're saving so much on the waterfront as well as the energy and the CO2 emissions. So as far as I'm concerned, this is the way future. This is the way forward for the future. And this is what we should be using for everything we could possibly get our hands on. Because it's not just PET plastic I'm using. So that's pellet form. That is obviously your water bottles and your food packaging. You've yeah. got PP, HTPE and LHPE and you can make, which are, we've already got as well, we've made the bags for life like what Tesco's have. Yes. They're from 100% upcycled PP plastic from the ocean, right? Yeah. So right. if Tesco, Sainsbury's, all of the supermarkets were to use these bags, can you imagine what they would be doing for climate change and for the environment? It Amazing. Ginormous, and I don't understand why they're not doing it. Frankly, you know. I mean, there's there's, there's definitely a few more about. I mean, you see, you're definitely seeing some more of this around, but not nowhere near the level that they could be doing. To be to be to be honest, um, but there's been a big change in the in, in the last year, and particularly in the time that you've been involved in this industry as well. Uh, that the ability to be able to make better uh, better materials from the ocean plastic fabric, right? Uh, because yeah. it was it was quite fairly limited to start off with, and you could get baseball caps, and it's something. You no, know, in the essence, we met, uh, you know, in that in that surgery yeah. a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, and and you know that was the the product, and you know it was great for that. But now, as you said, I mean, you know, you're talking football kits, and uh, you know, and, and other clothing. I mean, you know, let's have a quick a quick look at. Um, uh, something you're doing i mean this is uh this is one of your flyers that uh that has been created here i mean it's a sequel we'll t- talk about in a second a second what sequel is exactly uh but you'll see down there obviously this is very ocean plastic fabric it's you've got your tortoise there and uh you know this we people understand this and football for peace we're also going to talk about but antimicrobial washable quick drying uv protection odor prevention i mean the, you know the, the actual material itself is absolutely superb um so you know, we've also it's got certificated the material, by the way, just so that you know that it's gone through every uh, form that you would have to go through for any other textiles. Yeah. So you've got a traceability of a product that you know where it's come from from start to finish. So yeah. your carbon footprint from Europe to the UK is so small. Yeah. With this fabric, 
yeah in, in comparison to if you if you went and got an adidas shirt or, or, or a nike shirt then they may have a percentage in their fabric but the problem is they're getting that pellet that plastic pellet to make that fabric from all yeah. four corners of the world so therefore their carbon footprint is huge which is not practical for the environment and that's the that's the difference in your process and 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 sequel. So sequel is a certificated process, right? From and so from start to finish, from where the plastic comes from in the ocean, right up until the whole process that goes through, including carbon, including carbon emissions as well. Now, which you brought into the into the whole mix, uh, and then the end product is 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 basically uh, you know clothing and things like that. I mean, you know, let's let's have a look look at some of the items that you've made or had manufactured recently uh, to to show off uh, the ability to be able to use. This for different fabrics for clothing. Um, we've got uh, two very cute boys here. Uh, all, all of that is made from ocean plastic fabric, right? What? Tell me, tell me what's made here from ocean so, plastic so fabric. Basically, what was made from here is the waistcoats and the Baker Boy caps. Okay. Um, they were just to show something so that the boys could play a part in yeah. the actual fashion shoot itself because we didn't want to leave them out of it. Basically. Of course. Uh, and and this one here, these are the, both of these coats and the umbrellas also are ocean plastic. Uh, they're a hundred percent. There is nothing else in these products that are anything else but a hundred percent plastic marine waste. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And again, here, Baker Boy cap, the uh, the, the waistcoat, the the uh, the coat, uh, the uh, the the girl is wearing, and the umbrella as well. You've also partnered with the umbrella company as well, right? Yeah, in some Jane's in some umbrellas. They're a tenth generation East End umbrella factory that started in the 18th century. Yeah. So, you know, my idea was for everything to be made in the UK, so that I only had the carbon footprint from bringing the textile from Europe directly to the UK, and then yeah. stop it there because you know you know how much carbon is used by transporting stuff. Um, I just wanted to keep it as low as I could possibly make it. And that is yeah. by making everything in the UK. And also by doing that, creating a circular economy, bringing jobs to people, expanding in the factories, bringing back the industry to the UK. So there's so many pluses to it. And when I do do the cleanup program here in the UK, we will then be able to pelletize here and yeah. then make the textiles maybe here or, or if not in Europe, but it won't go yeah. like that. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, I love, I love that. The audio now, now trying to bring it into the UK as well. I mean, with what has been going on in the world this year, more important than ever, I would say, is to try and bring things into our own shores uh, and to and to create that economy, to create that production. We've lost a lot of production in the UK over the years, to be fair, uh, and sort of bring that back into house. Of course, the carbon footprint drops, um, and that takes us very nicely onto the whole carbon side of things, which is something that you're now going to be using as a an extra little um, sweetener. Uh, when going to some of the bigger companies when they may want to, let's say, for airlines, for example. You know, an airline may want to utilize this for uh, the, the coverings for the seats or even seat coverings, whatever it was, or even the uniforms, for example. Um, so explain the benefit of, of, of maybe an airline doing that right now. Right. Well, if an airline was to do that and use this fabric for some of the things that they, they implement anyway, like the backs of the, the uh, airline seat chair or the uniforms, anything at all that this material could lend itself to, they would then not have to go and plant a million trees because they use a pink ticket for carbon emissions, do an offset against the carbon. Well, that would be their offset because yeah. they would then be using this as their carbon offset and at the same time 
they would be cleaning the rubbish from the ocean and landfill. So, you know, that was something that I stumbled across, realising I sat there and I was looking at these figures and the sheets and the textile information and I thought, hold on a minute, how is this made? And I went through it from start to finish and realised that we were saving an awful lot upcycling this fabric into what it is now rather than making new because new is crude oil and that is very dangerous. So then I then I stumbled across the fact that we're saving up to 70% on carbon and 53% in energy, and that is huge. Without anything else yeah. involved at all, it's huge. Yeah. And of course, there are there are government incentives to companies to be very green these days. And the greener they are, they actually have these as part of the, you know, their business plans, the way they have to run their business. Uh, football teams do as well. Uh, they all have a responsibility to um, to be green, as green as they possibly can be uh, and um, uh, you know, to be friendly to the planet. You know, the, as, as big corporate firms, football teams, airlines, uh, you know, whoever they may well be, they all have this. It within there and the government will will support them by giving them uh, incentives of of probably reliefs in certain areas for their business rather than being taxed in certain areas so it's it's a big benefit for 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 many companies um and of course this can be used all over the place you know uniforms and mcdonald's i mean literally it's endless right this is endless believe me and it's like everything people usually think that upcycling is just getting an old dress or an old pair of trousers and like changing them up you know that's upcycled. but there is upcycled recycled and there's downcycled you know if people was to get involved and understand what it is now the trouble that we've got with climate change around the world this globe it's so big they're saying now just just the fall that we could, going forward, never use uh, new polyester again because we don't mm. have to. We could mm. use yarn because it's an upcycled form of it. Can you imagine that the way that we could turn back climate change by doing yeah. that? Yeah. Because the figures are immense, I have to say. And that's only with that one form of PET. If we did it with PP, PET, HGPE, LHPE, the list goes on. There's several different types of plastic, but hundreds of different forms. And that's yeah. something else that people need to be educated in, especially yeah. now. It, it's yeah. really important, honestly. I think that's the biggest thing. Would you agree, Adrian, is educating people? I mean, you know, in business, you know, just business alone, that's what we like to try and do is, is we all find out information. Knowledge is power. Um, education, mate. I mean, that's what that's what the planet needs on these things, isn't it? Exactly. No, and it's not. Uh, but again, it's. I think it's with people the fact that I'm going to leave now the big corporations here because probably they have their own reason not trying to do things like that. I don't know. Uh, but I think the regular people, they didn't probably have a chance to try them on, all right? Uh, but once they do it, I, I don't see any any downside of that, you know? And also, you know, I was just thinking right now, I know while Linda was talking, you have so many people, you have obviously big corporations or, I don't know, big uh, organizations that are fighting, you know, uh, to keep the planet clean and all that, uh, or, you know, I suppose yoga lovers, vegans, and stuff like that. They all there are people that I would expect them to be very much into these things. Yoga lovers and vegans. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, everyone that loves the, the planet, you know, and try to protect it. All right. Um, 
even cyclists in a way. Let me tell you about this because Sequel, I mean, they're a fantastic organisation. Yeah, tell us about Sequel. Yeah, tell us about Sequel. Well, they actually, how they started this off. So the Spanish government incentivised the fishermen so that mm-hmm. when they go out to fish in their ports in Spain, and in the Med, they then cast their net a mile and a half wide, drag back the rubbish that they collect in the net. It comes back, it then gets sorted into different forms of plastic, it gets pelletized, it goes to Antex, it gets turned into yarn, it goes to Santanderina, it gets turned into the, the textile itself. Now, yeah. this is all new to them as well. Because mm-hmm. what was doing the 65, you know, there wasn't really, you know, I put, I, I, I kept saying to them, I need 100%, I need 100%, you know, and they're going, oh, my God, and, you know, and I want this composition, and is there another one? Is there something else you can do? You know, and, I, and I've actually pushed them and driven them mad, you know, and also I'd like to think that I've opened their eyes as far as the carbon issues go. Mm-hmm. But equal, I've got... There's a, there's a form. So they've got heroes that go out and they do these things. You know, they're, they're out there on these big ships and they're bringing back all the rubbish and they're going to the, the sea floor because the rubbish is not just floating on the top. The rubbish is right down underneath. Oh, of course. And the damage that it's causing is incredible, honestly. But they are all about trying to solve this. And, and also what we said... Like, just say, for instance, that we go and do one fishing pool and we say, right, we've, we've scraped the bottom of this part of this ocean or the sea and then we've cleaned all the top and everything else. So we can put a stamp on it so that you, the public, know that when we fish in that pool, that the fish that we're catching are free from plastic pollution. Yeah. Just to eat that fish. Because right now we people are less and less purchasing fish, you know, because they're frightened because they've been told all these stories about the plastic pollution and what you're swallowing. Yeah. Hey, we're swallowing a credit card a week, right? Yeah. So, really? Yeah. So you can that's imagine. A, now, that's an, in, that's an interesting way of putting it. That's a very interesting yeah. way of putting yeah. it. What the scientists say, we're swallowing a credit card a week and those fibres are coming off of everything that we're wearing or what's in our environment. Now, also, if you think about this, if you're upcycling something that's already been created, like the plastic or the food packaging, yeah, then those fibres are not going to be like the fibres before them because they're going to be a lot weaker, they're not going to be so strong, so they're not going to be so polluted. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> sense that if we between now and the next 40 to 50 years if we used all the plastic that was already out there floating in our oceans and seas and shores valleys rivers you name it landfill we would not have to make any new plastic for the next 50 years and that's and i think that's where the the impact needs to be i mean you know i can't say i'm the greenest person on the planet but since knowing you i've definitely seen you know just the ability to take stuff that we already have and and have wasted uh, and turn it into stuff that we use every single day it just to me it seems ridiculous that you'd want to go on keep remaking things i mean we're in essence filling the world up with with rubbish as it is you know i mean i go back to a a scene in future armor where there's basically a world of rubbish um you know in essence, you know, in 2000 years, that's probably what it will be. This will be a landfill and we will have all moved off it. To, and, you know, and the people left here will be moving rubbish around and recycling it and, you know, exporting it to another planet. Maybe a little bit far fret, far-fetched. However, probably not as far-fetched as you think, really, to be fair. Well, yeah, but also, 
Uh, sorry, Linda, just quickly. Uh, I don't think when you look at those things, they have not really been presented as, as accessible, right? So mm. I would probably like to get a Tesla, but I don't want to pay a hundred grand for that, you know? So yeah. there needs to be a bit of an education on that side as well. And, you oh. know, showing the fact that you can have them at an accessible cost, you know, while it's, Absolutely. Yeah, people do not think about it and say, why sometimes they buy like 10, I don't know, 10 packs of something, which they're going to all get messy rather than buy just one good quality one, which is going to last them more than that, okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I agree. But if you if you look at this whole process that we're doing right now, we've SQL partnering with people like Chemo and anybody else that wants to jump on board with us for the greater good, we can then take that blueprint, we can take it all around the world to the countries that have got serious poverty, right? Yeah. I'm also involved in the building of SIP homes, right, which are 100% carbon neutral, that we could actually build homes for these people. They could collect that plastic. They could use that plastic. 1,200 plastic bottles create 1,000 metres of fabric. 1,000 metres of fabric is the the equivalent to 7,000 English pounds. Yeah. That's mad, isn't it? I mean, that's I love I love your stats, Linda. I mean, I love the stats you've got there because it does it, it sort of puts it into reality. You sort of get get rather than it all being, you know, some companies are oh yeah, they give you all these stats and things, but you, you sort of, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying, but what you're doing is you're sort of put it into layman's terms, aren't you? I mean, let's let's have a, let's have a look at some of the Elliot, people just can't grasp it. They can't understand it. And if you can't understand something, you will close your mind off to it. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's let's have a look at a couple of these coats. I mean, we you know uh, we showed a few pictures a minute ago, um, but you've got you know this uh, this is a lovely coat, one hundred percent ocean based, completely waterproof, um, and uh, you know we've got a couple of different designs here. All of these, Linda has literally gone out of her way to, uh, but her own money, in her own pocket, her own pocket. She's literally gone out of her way to do these to showcase these things because fashion gets noticed, masks are getting noticed, these masks are getting noticed as well, uh, and I think that. The, the important thing is linda is 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 the retail price for these as well i mean this is a, these are very reasonable for what a very good quality eye eye catching and 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 every woman that i know that have seen these absolutely love them as well and of course it's got that extra story with it that it's made from ocean plastic fabric 100% um yeah. so what what's what are, what are these retailing at so the coats, obviously, we just bear in mind that everything's made in the UK. So obviously, that that elevates the price a bit. But that's yeah. what I want to do. So I But what I've done is I've 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 tried to do it so that it's affordable to all instead of out of everybody's range. So basically, yeah. the coats are one hundred and fifty. The umbrellas yeah. fifty five. I mean, yeah. some umbrellas are fifty five pounds anyway. Hey, you know, that's you what don't, don't listen. Don't ever excuse the, the fact that it's made in the UK. That is not an expensive price. I mean, people pay way more money for that, uh, for stuff. And, and I have to be honest with you, I, and, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass here. The, these genuinely do look really, really nice. I mean, I've seen them in person, I've seen them there, uh, I, I've touched them. Oh, I haven't put one on actually, to be fair. Maybe I should. Um, but uh, but no, they're, they're lovely. In fact, I may well have put one on actually, thinking about it when it first came out, but um, when you first did them. But they're really, really nicely made. And, you know, even those, the boys' little caps and bits of piece, all of that is really, really nice. Uh, and I felt the football shirts. You know, the football shirts are, are great. They, you know, I know that we're, you're in tour. 
talks uh, with, uh, with with the people around uh, the football arena to to be able to provide these. And I know that's going to take a bit of work because it's it's corporate world and and the agreements yeah. are there. Um, but I absolutely recommend anybody that's watching this show that you're interested in this, then you can. I mean, we're going to give you some details there. Obviously, you've got a different ballgame.co.uk, but you can absolutely get in contact with us, and I'll put you in contact with Linda uh, and talk about it. But these, um, I, I have to be honest with you. Uh, and these re- these retailing are, 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 what, are what, Linda, right now? Uh, I'm actually, uh, because obviously I want it to be for everybody and I want people to be comfortable and to be able to breathe. I, I mean, p- other people that are buying them from me are selling them for $9.99, okay? Yeah. I'm actually selling them for $4.95 because that way I'm get- giving everybody a chance that can afford something like this that are washable, breathable, reusable, do you know what I mean? And and that it will make a difference. And we're taking fabric, plastic from the ocean to turn it into the fabric. There's so oh. many pluses to this mask and to every other product that I'm doing. But going back to the football world, can I just say this one thing? That Please. I can't tell you who they are, but yeah. I was approached by a, a very um, important football club last week who actually mentioned to me that the way forward with the kits and the shirts, because obviously I'm doing work with Football for Peace, so I'm making Football for Peace kits anyway going forward because everything that I do, 10% of everything I do, goes back to that charity for educational programs for the children, right, because that's also important. But they have actually suggested that if we did a pre-match shirt for every football club that there is, and that instead of them bending the knee for other causes, that they supported climate change by having a pre-match shirt for every player that there is in the, in the uh, you know in the leagues in the Premier yep. League, yeah. Um, and that would then support the cause. We could then calculate how much CO two that we'd saved by doing that, and how much energy, and how uh, big that would be for climate change. So it'd probably take it back another twenty years. Yep. And then, and then you'd, you'd you'd look to be auctioning those as well to raise money for charity from the whole process, right? And then they'd 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 put them out there, and, and that money would go back to the charity, of course, to actually that's for children that are less fortunate and that don't can't afford sports kits, football kits, need to be educated about racism, cultures, all of these things. We need we need to do so many programs for these children of the future. You know, we need to educate. Education is the best tool, but you've got to educate in a way that people understand. You can't educate with words that people can't comprehend, that they can't get their head around, and they do not understand. You know, they need to know in layman's terms, and then, you know, you would find that things would go a lot easier (laughs) than they are right now, let me say that. Definitely, and we've spoke we've spoken about this. I mean, you know, social media is 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 definitely the way forward to get it out to 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 the general public, to to everybody that's a, that's a user uh, that uh, that watches football, whatever it is. You know, every virtually all of your end clients, end users, the people that are going to be using these products over the years, are all are going to be on social media. So that's yeah, the the best way. That, to I think that. something that will really great, you know, with you, Linda, because you don't have to do the design and stuff like that. you have to provide the fabric. You associating with some really cool designer, uh, I think that would be a massive, you know, shout out for you uh, because they can come up with something presented somewhere where it's really, really cool. And they just say it's 100% recycled marine plastic, you know, ocean plastic, whatever you want to say. They will see that actually you can do nice things from that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can. 
You can. I mean, you know, even as simple as you could make blinds for the house, you know, the mm. roller blinds, the material lends itself to that. It lends Perfect. to curtains, tablecloths, linen, you know, bedding even, towels. Mm. There's so much you can make from this upcycled plastic. It's it's yeah. incredible. Carpet. And Sequel did a, a, a thing with Fiat cars. So inside the Fiat, the actual mm-hmm. uh, seats and everything else is with Sequel uh, fabric. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. There are a few other car companies coming forward that want to do the same. And I found out that there was this uh, rocket late female rocket launch going on in the UK that the government has supported and it's actually in Greenwich so I wrote to them to say look we've used this sequel fabric in Fiat cars is there any chance we could implement it into the rocket going forward you know yeah why not you've got to think outside the box you've got to but I did get a response back and they did say that they'd like to look into it yeah, I love, yeah, because, I love, I love, I love what you're doing. Sorry, sorry, Adrian, go on. Yeah, sorry. Just because, you know, it's cool as well to do those things now, right? That's why you see talking about the automotive world. You see any green car, they like to use, say that we have used recycled materials in the car, right? Even if it's wood, fabric, anything, they just yeah. like to say recycle. Then, yeah, I think it's the time that anyway, uh, those type of companies they need to send a message and actually, uh, you know, improve the quality of things a bit more in that direction. Yeah, yeah well, hopefully you guys will get this message out to as many people as you can. And yeah. you know, who knows what will come from it? Someone might see it and think, yep, that's that's the right thing for us and we'll take it forward. You know, yeah. I'd like to be known for making a difference with climate change for my grandkids, my children and, and the ones after them, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, listen, we spoke about the, uh, the you know, this being uh, being um, uh, being able to be used as PPE as well. Uh, of yeah. course, we haven't even spoken about the the PPE side of things, have we? Because oh, you've yeah. you've been you've been pretty involved in that as well, haven't you? In the last, uh, obviously, in th- this year, uh, it, was that was it something you'd looked at previously, or was it obviously what happened this year? To you thought, well, oh, do you know, what? I can pivot the business a little bit in that area as well. Yeah, basically, I realised that when the scrubs were running out with the pandemic there was something that we could do with this fabric. And not only is it 100%, we can then, after they've used it, put it back into the bin and recycle it again. So the NHS would save so much money by using this product, you know, and they can wipe it down because it's showerproof. So it sort of all makes sense to me. So we're in talks with the government right now. Um, and hoping, finger, fingers crossed, they've had all the certification, they're looking at it now. Because years ago, you know, that's what they used to do. They mm. used to recycle all of their stuff. Um, mm. Many years ago, that's what they – and then obviously that went when it was a throwaway world, you yeah. know. And look what the throwaway world has caused. Look what's <sighs> happening, you know. Because the planet won't die, guys. We'll die, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. We'll, we'll make the planet untenable for us because we've filled it up with rubbish, you know, yeah. the boat won't go anywhere, but it just won't be able to provide for us what it's providing for us now, because it's just not, it's not feasible to do that. If you keep yeah. the rubbish off the ground. Yeah. Why, why was it that, that sequel um, started off with a 65%? Was it, was it a manufacturing thing? Was it easier to make it with a, with a sort of a mix uh, of, um, cause there was 65, 25, no, it was sixty-five, actually. So the oh, sixty-five was the was which was with the um, they call it Porto, actually. Five so percent right. of the plastic, which is like you know really beautiful material. I have it here, and yeah. then thirty-five percent organic cotton. But That's what right. 
what is really cool about what they can do is they're so clever, these uh, textile companies like Antex with making the yarn and Santanderina to make the fabric. They can actually make the fabric so that the, the lining inside that touches your body feels like pure cotton, right? Mm. And the mm. outside is, a, is, is completely plastic, polyester, right. obviously, yeah. with plastic. Yeah. And people don't associate polyester and plastic. They sort of like think, if you say plastic, it's plastic. It couldn't possibly be material. You know, it's like it's crazy what they can do, and they and they do it with all sorts of different um, fabrics to sort of like measure it up to make it better quality, feel better, you know, give it a better range of clothing. Mm. But I kept saying, no, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. We've got to have hundred percent because if we've got hundred percent, we're going to remove more rubbish from the ocean. Yeah. And we're going to take more more plastic from landfill. So to me, 65%, that's great for certain types of things that we need it for. But really, we need to concentrate on using as much 100% as we can for as many different types of things as we need to make it for. And then if you need to use 65 or even 50-50 or something else, if, if you start going below 20%, and, and the rest, it's just hardly worth it, to be honest. It's, it's, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, the hundred percent is the winning formula. That that's what that's what for me. That's what wins. You know, it's it's yeah. it's fast. I actually find it fascinating as well. That's the thing. I think you know, yeah. generally humans are sort of like this is almost like a new a new fabric. I mean, right. how 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 green are you, Adrian? I mean, how do you do you recycle? I mean, what what's in Romania? Do you uh, is it like it is here in the UK where you have to have a different bins no. and things like that? Uh, there is in some remote places, well, in some places, unfortunately, not here. Obviously, you have different recycling bins, not in your house, just outside, because uh, I live in a, in a building of flats now. But it's it's a bit uh, annoying when you see that, uh, you know, um, the lorry comes, you know, to take the trash and you see that they all go in the same place. In one place. So, exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not being funny. They do. They still do it. They still do it here. Although you split things up, there's a lot of councils that are still sticking them all in one truck. Uh, until recently, Essex did exactly the same. You'd you'd st- you, we split them up in, in our houses, and then they'd come round collect them, and they'd all go into one vehicle. I, not in the centres, but outside where it's logistically not so, uh, you know, it, or it's more expensive to have different vehicles going out. So, uh, but yeah, but which I think is complete madness. Really, we're trying, and then the councils, unfortunately, because of the cost they don't i mean that's obviously here rather than the ocean plastic but it's all combined right linda i mean you've 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 definitely um you you want to get and i know i know things have changed this year and stadiums are not open as they were uh, and i know you are that yeah i was gonna put my bins in the stadium and wherever i could put them ask them to fill them up with their plastic rubbish and then say to them that the following year i'll come back and provide you with all your t-shirts or all your caps or all your whatever it is that they require um Mm. and they'd be wearing their own rubbish which i thought and they loved it they really loved it wearing wearing your own rubbish that's a that's a great these bins even now collecting you've got the dustbin man is is, yeah. is collecting this waste it's going here the actual carbon footprint is ridiculous so there's no point in doing all that recycling Definitely. because they're doing it 10 times over and they're not getting anywhere with it there is no savings it just keeps going into the negative all the time yeah for sure for sure. But to be honest, that's why you're not talking a bit of just very quickly about recycling because maybe some people do not know. But my parents or my dad lives in Germany, uh, and and I've seen that I've been there quite a few times. I like the model that they have there with the plastic, not with necessarily every every plastic, but when you buy any 
uh, I don't know, bottles from the store, right? Or any from shops or anything, like, especially plastic bottles, metal as well, and glass as well. They put you like a warranty that you have to pay. So a bottle of water, I've, and I've seen cases when the bottle of water was like a, a 15 cents, but the warranty was 25 cents, right? And you add that each to, to each bottle of water, right? So if you want to buy more like for a party or for the whole family, the warranty is going to just add, just add up. And in order to get your warranty back, you go into any shop, but absolutely any shop that I've seen over there and, th- and places on the street, you just put the bottle in a machine, it gives you the money and that's it. And that's how they reset. Really? Right? Yeah, exactly. And it's so cool, so easy and so normal, right? Um, and yeah, people look at the money over there. I, I think that should be done everywhere, in my opinion. I mean, that's a simple thing to put in place as well, really. I mean, it's not necessarily simple, but it's a good, I didn't, I didn't know that. I know I've been to Germany many times. I haven't seen that, but uh, at least they're trying to make some sort of effort to try and keep their, their, you know, the recycling going on. It's like that for at least 20 years. I know that for at least 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You've been going there for, for, for quite a long time, right? Yeah, but I I was, I didn't, my dad always. The UK, Europe's really big on their recycling, upcycling, waste and all that. Really yeah, are. you yeah. see, my dad told me about it, but at, at some point, I've been, you know I've been to the uh, Frankfurt Motor Show uh, with some friends over there, and we just went out for a night. And I've seen loads of people actually looking in the trash, not for food, but they had like a trolley with them full of bottles, right, or cans. Yeah. And I never really understood why. And then we asked someone there, I said, "Well, it's good money if you find something because they usually make about thirty euros, forty euros per night." I said, "Okay, cool. So it's not bad." Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Okay. That's how they incentivize people. Exactly. And people yeah. some form of incentive. It's like many, many years ago when I was very small, and that was a long time ago, um, we used to have <laughs> the lemonade bottles and we could take them back and get the money back on the bottles. So we'd yeah. get like 10 pence, you know, yeah, the Corona bottle or whatever it was, or you could take the beer bottles back and get money on those. And, and then all of that was once upon a time going absolutely fantastic. And then that all stopped. But yeah. You know that you're going to be rewarded, you know, for returning the plastic or the rubbish or the glass or the tin or the can. Then you're going to want to look after it and take it back because you're going to get something from it. Whereas someone goes, oh, well, you've just got to do that. That's your job. You must do this. They're going, oh, well, whatever. And they don't really understand the impact of, you know, building and building more and more rubbish because soon we're not going to be able to move from rubbish and that will because of ignorance and people not working together you know yeah but you know it's 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 even it's a full circle it's a process because that's why let's say you have loads of money you're ignorant and you don't really give a fuck about those things okay yeah. and you're going to throw them away but still you're going to have people that are not that fortunate and maybe looking for money same like the ones i've seen in frankfurt and actually going at night and cleaning your trash and recycle it for you and make money out of that right so it yeah. still works out you know even if you don't care and but judge moody she always says to everyone on the show which i find really funny if they haven't got a job, she goes, collect cans, you know? <laughs> yeah. About collecting cans because they can get money for collecting these cans. Exactly. So uh, it is a thing in certain places that you can actually collect the rubbish and get paid for it. Yeah. So we should be doing that here, you know? We, should, we definitely, we definitely should. Economy with this waste to, to incentivize people and make them do what, what should be done. 
Definitely. Well, listen, we, we're talking about processes and, and stuff like that. I think we're just going to take a quick look at uh, at the sequel upcycled ocean plastic. So this is uh, this is how it works. And uh, we're going to have this available uh, somewhere around around this as well. I'll maybe put a link uh, to the... It's on the, uh, website. The, it's on the website. So yeah, when people go there, they're going to find it on the website. Yeah. They're one of the most fantastic organizations I've ever come across. And they really are doing this for the greater good, believe me. They're fantastic yeah. And that, and they they want to make a difference, you know. They want to leave a legacy, just like me. So that, that's why I work with them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, listen, Linda, I, I've 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 loved loved chatting to you about this. Um, you know, there's loads of things that, uh, that that I think. Well, listen, there's loads of product you make from this. We talked about, in essence, wearable uh, wearable fabric from ocean plastic fabric um, uh, or from ocean plastic. And, yeah. Things like yeah, that. but but there are loads of products as well, and you said about sip houses, you know, but you know, which are uh, you know a quick, easy, uh, you know, build with with essence plastic blocks, right? Um, and uh, you know, quite incredible. The, you know, the technology is moving on, and we definitely, as a world, we need to grab this. And you know, whether you are really green or not, or whether you're just intrigued uh, with with a new type of product, I can tell you now that the fabric is you'd never know the difference between that and polyester. Some of the t-shirts that you wear definitely football kits you don't you cannot tell the difference between the two uh, these for example are the best breathing fabric i've i've seen in in masks for sure and in fact i now wear one because it's actually a lot easier it's actually, i found them really uncomfortable and i i think something that has a breathing difficulty and if genuinely if that is your problem um and that's why you don't wear a mask then i absolutely com- recommend that you try one of these out because i think it'll make a big difference to you uh, to you when you go shopping so, uh, but where where can everybody find you? Of course, it's a differentballgame.co.uk. Uh, where else can everybody find you, Linda? Instagram, differentballgame.uk, Facebook, Twitter. You know, my phone number's on the website. Anyone can phone me anytime for any reasons, any questions. I'm happy to talk to anybody. Yeah. Well, listen, I, this is definitely a pivotal business. I mean, you have definitely pivoted for sure, don't you think, Adrian? Yeah, and I suppose Linda is open for offers and partnerships and all those type of things. No, so if everyone wants anyone wants to do that, um, they should contact her. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be um, we'll be telling you all exactly how it is to wear t-shirts very soon uh, because we are going to be partnering with a different ball game and we're going to be having uh, some new t-shirts done, which we've got to sort out. Uh, and so we're looking forward to that. So we'll be literally um, working in partnership with a different ball game moving forward on lots of things that's both forge management and uh, essex business radio of course which is very close to home for us all uh, in fact adrian was here although he's in romania so we, we've all got a link even though we're international for sure um well listen uh, linda it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you I, I i've i've i can't wait to see where things go uh and and i commend you on the job that you're doing because it isn't just about a product with you and and every conversation we have you really are about getting people to understand. It's yeah. not actually you're not you're you're not making these the, these coats and things like that because you want to make a range of coats. It's yeah. because you want to showcase what you're able to do with it. And I I love that turn. I love the twist. Um, I think it's going to appeal to the millennial because they love stuff like this as well. The fact that you're giving back, uh, you're paying forward, you're manufacturing with the right processes. The whole thing 
is going to blow up. And you know that. And you've done a lot of preparation for this. So, you know, I absolutely commend you for it. And kudos to you for what you're doing. And just keep believing and keep doing what you're doing. So uh, I, 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 I have full faith this is going to be huge in whatever market and whatever situation the world is in. Uh, this is something that's absolutely needed. Um, and, uh, and I love what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, same. And I, to be honest, I wouldn't see any reason why people would not love it or partner with you, honestly. I don't see any downsides. Okay, great. Guys. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. No Thank problem you. at all. Well, listen, big big love to you. We're going to make sure there's links around this as well. This is a special. If you want to have your business highlighted, and it's going to be interesting because you're going to be, I don't know how you're going to have it highlighted in quite the way that Linda has, but we'd be far interested to find out. But if you do, then you want to get hold of us at Essex Business Radio uh, on the Facebook page. Click on there and put in a question in the chat bot. Uh, or it's Elliot Bot, actually, my little robotic brother uh, or cousin, as we say, whichever. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but anyway, we're loving what a different ball game is doing. Uh, we are loving the products. And I cannot wait to get the T-shirt sorted as well, which we'll sure we'll be sorting out over the next month or so. Uh, so we're going to be letting you know what it's like to be wearing those on a, on a regular basis. Uh, in fact, we're going to be wearing them everywhere so everybody can see what we're doing. In fact, we're going to have a different ball game on it as well. But we're going to we're going to we're going to partner. Forget it. Let's do it. let's just do this stuff. Yeah, let's make this happen. Um, we're going to carry your sign. We're going to be like a like a flag, like a like a torch for you, uh, Linda. <laughs> Uh, doing what we can yeah great okay. stuff well listen we're going to be getting you back on the show for sure we're going to be finding out how, how you're doing and, and how things are going and uh, any developments uh, and bits and pieces like that uh so we we'll look forward to that if you want to know what else is going on essex business radio then you can check us out on all social media platforms pretty well uh essex business radio apart from twitter which is essex biz b-i-double-z radio if you are watching this uh on youtube or facebook or any other platform and you want to hear this uh, or listen to other podcasts then you can check that out at the Essex Business Radio app, which you can download free of charge on uh, any good app store, uh, or you can go and listen to it wherever you get your podcast. Anyway, thanks very much, Linda. Big love to you. And uh, thank thank you, Adrian, for joining us on this wonderful show, this special that we're going to do for moving forward with, uh, with businesses that are making a difference, that are pivoting and making the world better or making people better, making businesses better. Whatever they're doing, they're doing it better than others. And if you want to know how to do that, then keep an eye on what we're doing. Learn from the best. We are on a quest. Uh, Knowledge is power. Big love to you all. Thanks for watching and listening. And we're going to say ciao for now. Brown cow. Business Radio with your host, Elliot Brown.